0: Welcome in to the Shoe Money Podcast, the Super Bowl Edition. Joseph White here alongside Mister Ryan Paulson. I'm going to take you through not just the Super Bowl showdown, but you know we have to play some prop bets as well. Why, Ryan?
1: Because it's the final time that Daddy can get a pair of shoes. Yes, it's the final time.
0: So so let's let's get as much action as uh, as we can get responsibly, of course, always responsibly. Um, you know, prop bets, a favorite of mine, uh, we've, we've gone light this year on the, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't have a Turkish airlines lock this, this year for you. Um, but we've got some good game prop action that, that we will get to eventually. Um, but, uh, but by way of jumping into the, the fantasy slate for Sunday, let's just, let's just talk about the game a little bit on the front end, Ryan. Um, a dream matchup. You have the GOAT against the eventual GOAT. If if uh, if Mahomes continues on the trajectory he's on, then that's obviously a big if. But, uh, you know, a very live defense for Tampa Bay against this juggernaut of an offense. Nine-time Super Bowl uh, uh, attendee. Six-time champion versus defending champion. I mean... Just, this is one of the best matchups we've gotten in a couple years.
1: Yeah. Uh, a big legacy game, I think, for both Brady and for Mahomes. Let's say Brady ends up winning number seven. First year out of New England. New England misses the playoffs. Brady takes the Bucks to the Super Bowl and beats who everybody believes to be the best quarterback in football right now, Patrick Mahomes, and then flip it on its head. Patrick Mahomes gets his second Super Bowl ring against arguably the greatest winner in the history of the sport. Either way you look at it, it's gonna be a big resume booster for either quarterback and coach and team, et cetera, et cetera. But we're focused on the quarterbacks here, of course. Where, yeah, where I mean, the drama. The drama.
0: The drama. And that's and that's I mean, I I expect I expect a good game for at least a couple quarters. I mean you know the, the spread going into this game. We haven't done a ton of spread talk this year, but uh, it looks like it's settled at Chiefs minus three. It, it opened at, at three and a half and was bet quickly down to three. A lot of early money on the Bucks, and that that's kind of stayed there. Um, you know, does it does it go back up a little bit as we get close to Sunday? I think that's the only way it's gonna move. Um, but I mean just just before we kind of get into the players, just talk about the game a little bit. I expect the chiefs to open up late in this game. Uh, You know, I, I I think everything about the chiefs and about super bowls really tells you, uh, at least in recent history, that nothing comes, you know, no team is going to come out of the gate super hot and, and fired up, you know, um, point scoring wise early in the game. These games tend to go under, they tend to go slow, um, so I think things are tight for a while, and then the Chiefs become the chiefs late third, early fourth and and win by 10, maybe seven, you know, and sevens on the back door. How do you see it happening?
1: Yeah, I have waffled a little bit on this game, but mostly I feel the same as you. I, th- I think the Chiefs could win by more than 10. Uh, I think that, that maybe like 14, 13, 14 is where I would probably most likely think that this game ends up. However, I do think this game has a really good shot at staying close all the way till the end. If Eric Fisher being out at left tackle for the chiefs actually makes a big difference. Now we saw how much pressure that Tampa Bay was able to generate on Rodgers, and it really impacted the game positively for the bucks. Brady got away with throwing three awful interceptions and it never felt like green Bay got close. Now, let's say they're able to generate a lot of pressure on this chiefs offensive line. Is there any better quarterback more well-equipped to handle that than Patrick Mahomes? No. Nope. Right. So even if this Bucks' defensive line is able to attack Mahomes, he can expect it. He can roll out and he can get rid of the ball very quickly. So the way I see this game playing out is if you like the Bucks. I think you would take the under on the total because I just can't see Tom, like, yeah, Tampa Bay here. I'm just in the Tampa Bay because I've heard it so much. (laughs) I can't see them winning in a shootout. Yeah. I can see their defense keeping Mahomes off of the field for very long drives, their offense possibly running the ball, and and maybe they can maintain the clock and win a close game, but a low-scoring game. If the Chiefs score 35, I think they win by a lot.
0: Yeah. And and it's always possible. I th- I think I lean under either way. I mean, it opened I think I think it opened 57 or 57 and a half. It's now 55 and a
1: half. Um I like the over.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I, I I look at just the way the Chiefs have started every game every year, all year and um the kind of history of of the Super Bowl being slow to start. I, I think i lean under, but it's not a confident bet because you know if at any point the Chiefs decide, like, hey, we're just going to go on a twenty-one zero run right here, they can do it. Um, the 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 offensive line injuries and and you know the matchup against a very very solid Bucks defensive line worries me for sure. But it would worry me more if Eric Fisher went down today in practice or Thursday in practice. Andy Reid's had two weeks with this offensive line, and two weeks, Reed, enemy and Mahomes, throw all three of them in, right, to scheme up how to keep uh, Mahomes upright, get the ball out quickly so that that defensive line isn't a problem. And there's no one in the league, no, no brain trust in the league, I trust more to figure out how to game plan their way out of problems and be creative around problems than those three. So I, I think you see a ton of short passes, quick passes, you know, hey, let's get Tyreek in space and let him cook. They can absolutely do that. Hey, let's, let's you know, put Kelsey close to the line and just have him run four yards and turn around because I'm going to put it in his chest and nobody but him is going to catch it, and he's going to catch it every single time. You know, the offensive line worries me, but it would worry me more if they didn't have two full weeks to prepare for it.
1: That's a strong point. I mean, it's Andy Reid off a of bye, and like you said, uh, two weeks to prepare without your starting left tackle is different than injuring it at practice on Wednesday before your team's getting ready to travel for the Super Bowl. Right. So that's a strong point.
0: Where, uh, as we as we you know, transition in uh, to to the to the game and the players in the game itself, and and the and the fantasy slate here. Um, Obviously, a little bit of a different setup, right? Because we're not playing. Um, we're not playing anything other than this one game. If you're playing DraftKings, you're playing a showdown. You're playing a captain. Um, where Where are we looking in terms of 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 the value? In terms of who we're trying to get in? I guess you know the easiest way is just start. You know, there's two quarterbacks. Do you want one? Do you want both? Do you want neither?
1: So. Uh... When you're building teams on DraftKings, unless you start with a very cheap captain, it is really hard to get both quarterbacks and one of Tyreek and Kelsey. So you're going to have to leave somebody off. For me, I'm probably going to build around the Chiefs. And if I don't get to Brady, then I think he's going to be my odd man out if I were to build one team. And I would rather take a guy like Godwin. And we'll get into the value. Uh, He he hasn't been very utilized in the last couple games, but Ronald Jones needs basically like a touchdown and just some usage to pay off his price tag. So, hypothetically, if Brady doesn't get there, it could be because Ronald Jones does well. If Brady has a bad game through the air, Godwin could still get plenty of his on the ground. And then I'd rather load up on the Chiefs, like give me a guy like Kelsey or Hill in the captain spot rather than paying the premium for Mahomes in the captain spot.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think Mahomes is my captain. Um, He is my quarterback choice because I I think that's the right scenario is to load up uh, on the Chiefs Um, because, I mean, one, they're the more dynamic offense of two pretty dynamic offenses. And two, they're the more narrow of the dynamic offenses. Like, in a Bucks offense, it could be Evans. It could be Godwin. If Antonio Brown were to play, it could be Brown. Uh, Brake could catch a touchdown. Count on it. He's in my lineup. Gronk could catch a touchdown. Wait till the prop bet section. Fournette, Ronald Jones. Like, there's a lot of options there. If you're running through the Chiefs offense, though, it's... I mean, there are value picks. But really, it's Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek. So, Mahomes, 28-21 in a game where he was injured. Those are his last two games you know, Brady's 20 and 22 and had three picks in his last game. I'd rather have Mahomes and then um, just to kind of jump in and kind of let's let's just go free-for-all from here. Kelsey is is the captain I'm targeting. Tyreek Hill had an an insane game against uh, Tampa Bay when these two played earlier in the season. He had 13 catches for 269 yards. You've got to expect Tampa Bay to say like, okay, we can't let that happen again. But all right, so double him. That means Kelsey is single covered and he's just he's incredible and he's getting all the target numbers 15, 10, 13, 12, 10, 12. Those were his target numbers. He's got touchdowns in 6 of their last 6 games, 7 overall there. Um he's a thousand cheaper than Mahomes uh, before you captain him. He's he's my captain.
1: We might have the same lineup right now or uh, just a couple of pieces off. Because I I also like Kelsey as my captain. To circle back to what you mentioned when we were talking about Eric Fisher being out, unless you think they're really going to manufacture a lot of lateral tosses to Tyreek at the line of scrimmage, if they get pressure on Mahomes, I think he's going to be hitting Kelsey with high target volume. Mm -hmm. so that's the way that I'm thinking this game probably goes and yeah look I'll get my Tyreek Hill and I if I play Tyreek I I think I might want him in the captain assuming they really get on the same page his ceiling is enormous so then it would pay off on the captain there I think most likely we're going to see the highest volume for Kelsey and when you do that you pair him with Mahomes okay it's really hard to get Brady after that so if you don't Give me a guy like Godwin, who's going to catch maybe 10 to 15 balls, short yardage, but he can get you 25 if Brady still gets you 12. So you can leverage that quite a bit. And, you know, then it's like the the, the ancillary Chiefs guys are pretty well-priced, that you're not just jamming them in. Like, you know me, I love Mecole Hardman, but he's 5,600.
0: Yep. Yep, I, I I agree with you 100% on Godwin. Um, I I think he's the better choice of of the Tampa Bay Bay receivers. Um, the target numbers are there. I think the intermediate passing game is the one that Brady's going to look to most, and that's Godwin's. Um, and then underneath that, for for you know for how to fill out the rest of the roster, you're right. Miko's a tough play. For me, Darrell Williams at 5,200 is is where I'm looking right now. Thirteen rushes last time, uh, got in the end zone. You know, I, I know I know, you know, they were the Chiefs uh were working Clyde Edwards player back into uh action from an injury. So maybe Williams' carries go down a little bit, but he's gonna be, I think, the running back who's more trusted in this situation. Maybe not as dynamic as the rookie but more trusted in that he's not a rookie. Um, so I, I think you can still get some play there. Uh, you know, Dara Williams. And then, and then I think you got to go way cheaper underneath that for another running back.
1: Yeah. I like Darrell Williams too. Uh, I think he has shown that if it's not broke, don't fix it. It's not like Clyde Edwards Hilaire was unbenchable for them this season. They got by without him just fine. Um, I, I sh- I'm sure we're going to see plenty of Daryl Williams. Doesn't sound like we're going to see a lot of Le'Veon Bell because he came out and said he chose Kansas City because they weren't going to use him that very that much. That's what he said. Okay, he picked them over the Dolphins and the Bills because Kansas City wasn't going to run him into the ground.
0: Well, that, I mean that's that's that's. Hey, he's he's been right about that
1: for sure. So. Going along with how we're approaching building our lineups, you're going to need some guys on the cheap end. The kickers are fine. Uh, I like Butker over Suckup just because I think the Chiefs score more points, obviously, not a lot of game theory science there. Mm-hmm. And, look, Cameron Brate's fine. I-, I think he's a good price. You need him to catch a touchdown. Uh, for 1800 cheaper, they haven't used him at all. It's Gronk. But if he catches a touchdown, yeah, I mean, he pays off his value almost instantly. And another guy we already mentioned, but we both like, hasn't been used, but Ronald Jones is twenty two hundred, and he makes a lot of stuff work.
0: And he got ten carries last week. You know, so when when we yeah. say he hasn't been used, he's twenty six hundred dollars, but still got ten carries last week. Uh, so I I I think he's getting usage to at least justify giving him a shot at that price. Uh, and I will just mention I'm I'm a big fan of Cameron Brate. Um, I I like him. You know, he his name is going to come up in a couple minutes when we do. Um, some prop bets. I also like Gronk to score a touchdown here. At least I like the prop. Um, so uh, he's Gronk's got to get in the end zone. Uh, Breit, I think you know doesn't have to get in the end zone to to help you. You want him to 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 kind of have that ceiling game. Um, but he doesn't have to get in the end zone to help you. He could still catch you know four, five, six, maybe high end balls. And get you some some positive yardage. Gronk's got to get in the end zone, but I think there's a very live chance of that happening here. So either of those, you're absolutely right about Ronald Jones. Um, and then you know, underneath that, I just I, I don't know. I, I maybe maybe look at how the COVID list develops through the week. You know, Demarcus Robinson um, was was one of the Chiefs caught up in that in that you know uh, that situation with the barber. He looks like he's on track to play. If he doesn't, you know, Byron Pringle, 1800 bucks, Maybe slides in and, and catches a few balls um, for very cheap, but there's not a ton of value. There's not really any value underneath Ronald Jones to me.
1: Yeah. Um, it, it seems like Sammy Watkins is going to play, but until that's actually made official, I don't believe it, but Let's say he doesn't play. Let's say Demarcus Robinson doesn't play. Byron Pringle definitely becomes an option, and I would feel much better about Mikal Hardman's usage. Yeah. If Watkins is in, they don't use Hardman as much historically, so maybe not as interested there. If Watkins is out and Robinson's in, I think you can play some Hardman, you know, just to go through all the scenarios there. But look, if you think the Chiefs just stomp the living daylights out of the Bucks. You could play the Chiefs defense at 2,600. A couple interceptions, maybe a pick six, so on and so forth. Yeah. The only other thing I would say is you don't have to balance your lineups three and three. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, don't be afraid to play four Chiefs. Don't be afraid to be afraid to play five Chiefs. That's a way to get different that a lot of people don't do. I typically like to balance my lineups if I think it's going to be a close game. I think one team's gonna be way ahead, I'll build my team around that. Yeah. So
0: I mean look, you know if 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 you if you think the Chiefs are the play here, um and I, I think certainly the two of us are leaning that way. I mean and and you're willing to go with a four two split or or even a five one split and take some of that value on the bottom end, you can get Kelsey Mahomes and Hill in the same lineup. Now oh, yeah. You know, you're you're gonna need in that situation the Chiefs to go off, but if one offense is gonna go off, it's the Chiefs and, and they can go off in any game. So um it that would be a very live lineup for for you know that, that you can get into if 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 you're willing to accept some some value on the bottom end and 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 play around.
1: I'll tell you what I won't do. Uh, I'm not gonna build a lineup that doesn't include one of Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, or Travis Kelsey.
0: I, I think that is a, is the safest bet of the weekend. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah,
1: bold strategy by me, I know, but you know, just to get that out there for the people.
0: Make sure all of your lineups include at least one of the three best offensive players on the field. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you think about, that, when you think about it, though, that's that's actually accurate, isn't it? Like, if if you were just going to rank the offensive, the skill position players, those three are on the top, right before Evans, Godwin, or Brady come into play, right
1: for sure
0: yeah yeah
1: I don't even think it's close yeah I, I don't but... I don't either
0: yeah it's just it's just odd to say that in almost any NFL matchup let alone a Super Bowl where you would expect to have you know great players on both sides but but no I mean that's wow an embarrassment of riches in Kansas City
1: I also love this coaching matchup just because they're two of the best characters. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Arians looks, he might be like the top guy I would just want to hang out with in terms of an NFL coach.
0: I I've like, o- I agree. I have loved Bruce Arians um, since since he was a coach in Arizona. Like, it's just, I love the vibe that, that you get from Arians on the sideline. No risk it, no biscuit. And then, and then Reed, too. Yeah, I got to hang with Reed. Hey, Coach Reed, what did you do after you won the Super Bowl last year? I had a cheeseburger and went to bed. That's my guy.
1: I could never relate to somebody more and I'm only 32.
0: <laughs> you know that's that you know truer words never been spoken uh that, something I could have said for start Tyreek or Mahomes or Kelsey in uh, you know one of them in all your lineups. No, I think I think you topped it with relating to Andy Reid cheeseburger in bed after winning the Super Bowl. That's a good night right there.
1: Man of the people, Andy Reid.
0: Alright, um you know what, let's let's do a little mid mid-pod, drop the music, and just uh we were we were a little scattered there, so before we get to props and official predictions, um Paulson take us through just just the, the folks you're keying on uh in your slate for your slate on Sunday.
1: Yeah, just because it's a little different, and if folks out there are not familiar, uh the showdown you gotta pick six players, one of them is a captain, you pay a time and a half. For their captain, but you also get a time and a half for the points. Everything else is standard. Uh, for me, it's prioritizing Travis Kelsey and Tyree Hill as a captain, pairing them with Patrick Mahomes, and then trying to balance out my team with four players that I think will at least put up a good amount of points and see a lot of usage. So, Kelsey and Hill in the captain. I like Mahomes over Brady. I'm willing to sacrifice Brady to get everything else in. I like Godwin. Over Brady. If I am playing Brady, that brings in Mike Evans more for me. Otherwise, I'd like to get Godwin and then go down into mid-range. We got guys like Nicole Hardman, Daryl Williams, Cameron Greece. You got the two kickers we both like, and we got Ronald Jones just as a guy that makes everything else work.
0: Yeah, a lot of similarity here. In fact, pretty much I think just we're in lockstep agreement here. Kelsey is my captain. Um, but I'm I'm gonna have all the Mahomes. I'm gonna have as much Tyreek Hill as I can get, you know, prioritizing Mahomes and Kelsey, but Tyreek's just a half step lower than that. Um, and then and then around that I'm gonna have a lot of break. I really like him this week and whatever else can fit. And Ronald Jones makes a lot of good stuff fit. So I'll have him and uh, the expensive piece of the Bucks offense where I can get to it would be Chris Dobbin. Alright. Now Prop bets. My favorite. I love spreading out money on on whatever uh whatever good line I can find. It's just it's a it's a space to have some responsible fun. These are not bets that you should be betting, you know, at least in my opinion. Um let's let's say a full of I'm not I'm not sure you're gonna make a full play on the coin toss. All right, but it's fun to have. And to that end, it's where we start, it's where we always start. And over the last seven years, Tails has won six times. Paulson, I mean, do we ever go heads?
1: I believe that Tails never fails.
0: Always go Tails. And then, I mean, just look at the trend. Six of the last seven, you take Tails. So we get we get the coin toss out of the way. A couple, couple other classics. Uh, Gatorade color at the end. Orange, which was what happened last year, is plus one hundred and sixty. Red is plus three hundred. The primary color of both teams, I will mention. So I think those are the only two options. You go there. Um, you know, th- do you have any disagreement? Significant disagreement on Gatorade color.
1: I don't uh, go purple. I don't know what's purple's odds. Uh,
0: I I don't even I didn't even write it down. I didn't even know purple existed. That's the bet. Um. See, the other classics will just get out of the way here. The uh the absolute classic staple, you know, with coin toss and and national anthem. I mean, those those are the two ones. This year, it's an absolute wild card. I mean, throw out all the stats. I don't I don't know how to handicap this. This is a duet between two artists with which I have very little to no familiarity, Jasmine Sullivan, Eric Church. I'm sure they're lovely. Uh good luck to both of them. The the number is one minute and 59 seconds. The over is even. and The under is minus 140. Um, zero, Paulson, of the last three national anthems at the Super Bowl would have gone over that 159 mark, though the three previous before that did go over that mark. Again, I don't know what to do. I think I go under.
1: I tend to always think that when one side of this is even money and the other is minus one forty that you should probably bet the minus one forty. Like how do you set that without right. having some indication of that?
0: This is this is why this is why we loaded up on the Turkish Airlines play, uh, either last Super Bowl or the Super Bowl before. Um, because it was, you know, which which commercial comes first? Turkish Airlines or Weather Tech, and Turkish Airlines was minus four hundred. Like The the fix is in on that one. Everyone knows what's up. Just load up, it's a sure thing, and it hit.
1: I'm still scarred from the dilly-dilly screwdriver. I
0: mean, it's, it's, it it haunts me to this day. Twelve and a half was the number. We got to twelve before the end of the first quarter, and that was it for the rest of the Super Bowl. It was a heartbreak.
1: It was more infamous than the Montreal screw job <laughs> featuring the heartbreak kid, Shawn That's Michaels, right. and one, Brett, the Hitman heart.
0: Not as famous, but certainly more infamous. Uh, halftime notes. Uh, you can get a line somewhere. I think Bovada's got this. Whether or not Kenny G makes an appearance. Uh, no is minus 550. Yes is plus 325. I mean... No is a sure thing, but why not have some fun and bet on something I think we can all agree we're hoping for, which is that Kenny G makes an appearance.
1: We'll be on the Levitard show halftime, but not the actual weekend broadcast halftime.
0: Uh, Weekend, first song. I don't have all the odds in front of me, but uh, first song of the halftime show, I Can't Feel My Face, is plus 425. It feels like a solid opener. Uh, It's going to be in there. But at 425, you know, take a shot.
1: I'm with you there. Uh, I I know that one, and I know uh, blinding lights. So I think he's going to play that.
0: I, I I don't think I've ever hit this one ever. Like I I always take a shot at something mid range, and it never has panned out for me ever. So just just mention that one. A uh, couple other broadcast or commercial options here. Um, commercials showing masks over under two and a half. The over is minus four fifty. Lock.
1: Yeah, play the odds there.
0: Yeah, just lock that one in. Um, uh, Over under 179 seconds before first responders or healthcare workers are mentioned on the broadcast. This one's tricky. Uh, And I need clarification on when they start the actual broadcast. Does it include all of the National Anthem God Bless America stuff? Because you've got to imagine all of that is going to be a celebration as much of the Super Bowl as the NFL has has mentioned this of first uh responders and healthcare workers as it should be by the way um so I think you might take the under if we're including all of the national anthem stuff but if if the broadcast is set to begin when the you know kind of broadcast proper begins after the fanfare is done when we when we settle in on the actual game I feel like that's the over so you need some clarification
1: there. Definitely need clarification there because if it doesn't include the national anthem, etc., I would say it's the under, almost certainly. If it, but it, with the national anthem and everything, I don't know. Oh, interesting! You're going
0: the other way for me. See, yeah, I just I don't see Nansen and Romo sitting down like, all right, kids. We're, we're setting the ball up on the tee. We're going to get going here. I don't see them in the first, uh, if my math is correct, three minutes doing anything but football. They'll get to it. But I see Nance and Romo doing the the hardcore football stuff. But if it's, you know, I, I feel like before the national anthem is when they're going to do a lot of the, we, the NFL want to extend our grat- gratitude to all first responders and healthcare workers. And so that'll be early. I don't know. Two varying theories here could go either way, maybe in a void. Here, this bet.
1: I have a third theory. Let me look into this one some more. I'll try to become confident about one side or the other, and you bet the other one that I do because <laughs> that's a lot.
0: That feels that feels safe right there. Uh, and that is, I think that oh no, there was one more, and it is over under mentions of Bill Belichick on the broadcast. It is set at one. Um, I, I, I feel like push, I I can't get a line on push, but I feel like that's the right answer.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be mentioned and that's it. I don't think there's a point to bring it up multiple times unless Romo gets excited.
0: (laughs) Possible, always possible, but I just don't see us going back to it.
1: Yeah, that seems like a, a push. Um, what about odds on whether or not Janet Jackson will make an appearance with the weekend?
0: I saw, so I, I saw, look, I got burned on Gloria Stefan last year. I'm just, I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid of it. I thought, thought Gloria Stefan in Miami with Shakira and J-Lo was a lock. And, and I'm still shocked it didn't happen. So I'm burned. I'm I'm it's an avoid for me.
1: All right. How about this? What are the odds on Tampa Bay legend Hulk Hogan making an appearance with The Weeknd?
0: (laughs) I'm going to say no on that one. It's a hard no. <laughs> I don't I don't he's know Tampa what I got to lay Bay. for that, but it feels like a sure thing if you can find me that line.
1: I mean, he's the most famous person from Tampa Bay, I believe.
0: From Tampa Bay? From. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um that's all of the silly props out of the way. Um and now we get to the, the actual game props here. So I'm just I'm just going to bounce a couple off at you here. Um, these are the ones, you know. I, I'll start with kind of my most tepid, and then to the ones I really, really like. Here's, the, here's the one I'm, te- I'm, I'm, I'm unsure of. First half line has Bucks plus two. How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, so based on the way that you think the game goes, uh, I think you might like Tampa, thinking that it stays slow and it grinds out. That maybe it goes in tied at halftime.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking either the the bucks take a narrow lead or it's tied. Um, but I, I feel like the window here is is very narrow to hit because you know what kind of lead it, it, do the bucks need to have in the second quarter for that bet to be safe at any point? Um, it I mean you you've, you've gotta you've gotta expect them to be taking a a you know 2019 Texan type lead. To make sure that that bet is safe. I mean, it could win, but but it's a narrow window because even if even if the Chiefs are slow in the first quarter, any lead any lead is erasable in the second. So I might be avoiding that. But if I had to play a first half line, I I think the Bucks might be a sharp plus two.
1: Okay. Uh, typically, my rule of thumb is never bet against Brady and never bet against Mahomes. <laughs> That's very helpful. It's a,
0: it's a tough weekend for you then. Yeah, stuff um, so in turn we've we've touched on this before Kansas City minus three that's my play right there I like the under um you know 55 and a half is tough uh, I may I, I may be avoiding the over under now where the line is kind of settled where it opened at 57 where it where it sat for a little bit of 56 I like the under I, I would play them there 55 is is pushing it a little bit if it goes back up to 56. Chiefs money line and the under is plus two hundred. I like that bet, um, but I I know I know you're leaning over.
1: Uh, I want to lean over. Is that like scientifically researched by me? No. Yeah. I would love a like thirty five to thirty three type of game. It'd be, That'd it'd be great. It'd be
0: incredible. I just I'm not sure we're getting there. In fact, one of my favorite plays here because you're getting positive money now. Is, is an alternate spread, which is a square bet. And a lot of these, admittedly, are square bets. I am a square better. Um, I know it, but I enjoy it, and I do it responsibly. Um, Kansas City, minus 6.5, the alternate spread there. Uh, you're not, you know, with the hook, it's not 7. You're getting underneath that. I really like it at plus 150.
1: I like that, too. Um even if you want a little sprinkle on like, let's say Kansas City minus 13 and a half.
0: It's, it's live. It's live for sure. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um,
1: um, I do like uh, the over of Kansas City's team total. I'm seeing 29.75. I think they get to 30.
0: Yeah, I like, you know what? I'm marking that down. I like that. Yeah. Um, in fact, yeah, because both both of the scores I've been playing around with as my final um, have have Kansas City in the thirty. So I like I like that play. If you like Tampa Bay, uh, and even if you don't, and you think the game is close, you think there's a pathway for Tampa Bay, MVP, any defensive player is plus eight fifty, and JPP specifically is plus eight thousand. I like both of those bets.
1: Okay. So this is a this is an important conversation and I'm glad we're having it because we saw last year Damian Williams completely erupt and they still gave it to Mahomes despite having by his standards a lackluster game. Do you think there's any way that the Bucks win and it's not Tom Brady?
0: I think if it is a I, I I think if if the scenario we discussed earlier plays out, where the Bucks win via defensive stand and shutting down this Kansas City offense and Patrick Mahomes because their front line just gets after it and JPP has three sacks and six pressures and two tipped balls and maybe recovers a fumble, right? Like if if I think that is the scenario by which. The Chiefs are most likely, or the Bucs, excuse me, are most likely to win. And that is the scenario, the only scenario by which a defensive player could win MVP in this particular game. Um, So, in that sense, you know, um, the other options for individual players, you know, JPP's got the longest odds of of the ones I liked at 8,000, and then any defensive players plus 850. That's why I, I just, you know, I, I could, I could, you know, I, well, I don't think it's going to happen, but I guess I could see a scenario where the Bucks win a 24-21 game and Brady has two picks, but the defensive line just absolutely, uh, you know, dominates the game for the Bucks.
1: Okay, that makes sense. And I like your defensive field. Rather than keying in on a JPP because you're just getting eight to one with any of them, so that's an interesting slant to take. And again, speculative bet, but at eight to one, it's not bad.
0: Right. Um, Buck's first touchdown, Cameron Braid is plus sixteen hundred. Ooh, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, Rob Gronkowski's over under for the game is twenty seven and a half. I like the under.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean based on how they've been utilizing him for like the last 6 weeks. Yeah.
0: But uh but then uh Gronk anytime touchdown, I know these are kind of uh counter, but uh Gronk to score a touchdown at any point is plus 225. I like that.
1: Yeah, his line could be uh one catch 3 yards, one touchdown.
0: Yes. And uh lastly for me, um and this this one hurt us. This one hurt us bad last year, Ryan. Um, it hurt us real bad, but I'm going back to it. Patrick Mahomes rushing yards, 18 and a half. I'm going to take the over.
1: I just hope for whatever way it ends, that it does not become a thing on the kneel downs.
0: It was heartbreaking. I mean, he was comfortably over. And then I think he he took a negative rush and then just the kneel downs and, 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 and there it was poof, it was gone. Heartbreak city last year, but 18 and a half is a lower number than it was last year. Uh, He should be under, you know, we expect him to be under a little bit of pressure here. And at 18 and a half, one scramble could do it. Two scrambles could absolutely do it. Um, So 18 and a half, Patrick Mahomes rushing yards over. And there's the place. There they are.
1: I like it. I like that. And uh, I I think maybe the line is a little lower because of the toe. But the toe thing seems to be a non-factor. And let's say the Bucks do generate some more pressure. I think that increases your chances on some scrambles, and he can get that. Yep, nice. I saw one on Twitter, and it was a fan duel specific. Obviously, we can't bet that yet. Uh, Chris Godwin, alternate lines for receiving yards. Over 100 yards is plus 240. I like that.
0: Ooh, that is. That's nice. I like that as well. All right, kids. So look, you've got you got you've got your fantasy options, you've got your prop options, you've got your just normal game options, uh, and look, it's the last one of the year. So good luck to everyone out there. Um, final score, Paulson. You want? Can, do you have one to give me?
1: Um, based on everything I've said, I want to make sure that I like actually put something forth that would work um i think i like chiefs 38
0: bucks 31 okay all right um i am similar just you know it's it's reflecting it's reflecting where we are on on the game script here i've got chiefs 31 bucks 24 and I think that is a 31-17 game uh, until the second half of the fourth quarter. So I think uh, I think it's close through the first half. I think the Chiefs open it up uh, third quarter into fourth, and, and the Bucks come back and, and get two win-in, one score in the end. Either way, fascinating game. Should be a fun game. And, uh, hey, it's the Super Bowl. Good luck, everybody
1: dilly dilly